0: The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Tangwana Podcast. Uh, teaching, I first I taught my first six months in Bangkok, and then uh, after that I went and taught uh, for another year. Everyone was really receptive to it, so that was the beginning of the yoga journey for me.
1: Somewhere in We're South a Korea, they sell the plus size, nun. a plus size nun's outfit and the minus size vicar. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, what's it called a priest, uh, priest outfit. Uh, we'll be right back after this quick break with our special guest, Matthew Barbara. O'Brien's Irish Bar in Changwon City, South Korea. The original and only Irish pub in the Changwon area. Great food, drinks, atmosphere, music and people. Nightly specials on both food and drinks. Craft beer on tap and over 12 different craft beers in the fridge. Also check out our mini-mart at OBs for great deals on things that you may miss from back home, including our all-new deli meat. Follow us on Facebook, or better yet, come on down and check us out for yourself. O'Brien's Irish Bar Located in downtown Changwon Across from the International Hotel Come
2: on down and have yourself a pint
3: Want to know what's going on in Changwon City? Check out the new website, The Changwinner You can find reviews to anything related to Changwon City Stories from people living in Changwon City And what the weekend holds for the area Post your own reviews, stories, and events, as well as add to our forum. The winner is also home for Chongwon's first and only podcast, hosted by Scott D and Paul. Find out everything there is to know about living the life in Chongwon now. Visit www.chongwoner.com today. You'll see why life here just got more interesting.
0: Looking for a great night out? Then come on down to BK House. Great music, great food, and great drink specials. It's always a fun time and there's always a great crowd. We're open late and serve food until closing time. Outdoor patios, darts, and so much more. This is our house, BK House, located in downtown Changwon. Follow us on Facebook at BK House Bar,
3: It's the oldest foreigner bar in Chongwon The International Pub has been around for more than 25 years. Whether you're living in or just visiting Chongwon City, you've got to make your way over to the IP for a visit. Full of history and home to the famous juicy pussy drink. The IP has got everything you're looking for in a great night out. The International Pub in Chongwon City. You're 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 tuned in to the Changwaner, the social media podcast for Changwon City, South Korea, with your hosts Scott, D, and Paul. Welcome to this week's episode of the Changwaner podcast. Once again, I'm Scott, and sitting to my left today is Paul. Paul, how's it going? It's
1: going great. It's good to be back. Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> Thanks.
3: And sitting to my right is D. D, how's it going? I'm good tonight. And our special guest this week is Mr. Matthew Barber. Matt, how's it going? Things are good. It's good to be here, finally. Nice. Yes.
0: Mm. Long time in the making. Mm.
3: How you doing, Scott? Uh, I've got a bit of a cold, but I'm doing better. Mm. Not as uh, I had it earlier. Uh, mucusy week, tonight. So, no. Mm.
2: So, how about a cheers, uh, our uh, opening cheers? Yeah. We're going to have a, a Greek cheers tonight is Yamas. 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 yamas.
3: Cheers, guys. Yamas. I
1: like it. Sounds good. Tastes good.
3: All right. So, Matt, you arrived here very shortly ago. Yes. You arrived here Friday night. Yeah, that's right. It was <clears throat> actually
0: pretty late Friday, early morning, Saturday. Came right in time, too, right yeah. for the Halloween party. Yeah, it's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Kind of planned it that way. Actually, was hoping I'd get here by the end of the month. Have my costume all sorted out and stuff. So yeah, if like, I missed it, yeah, I was you, just hoping you, you would have just worn it on the airplane, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to wear it. It's Halloween. Yeah, I was just praying the flights didn't get delayed so I could show up.
1: <laughs> it was <laughs> that, deadly. We'll talk about that later. Though yeah. that was deadly, deadly costume.
3: <laughs> so Matt, where are you actually from? Uh, I'm from a small town uh, called Gander.
0: It's a and from well it's in the central part of a island called Newfoundland on the east coast of Canada. So it's got a little bit of fame to it and stuff. But uh it's a little airport town, about ten thousand people. Yeah, yeah it's right? the only
3: uh only this the second biggest airport in Newfoundland, obviously. Yeah. Actually, is there more than two? No.
0: Yeah, Deer Lake has a small one, but it's more like just like an airstrip,
2: really. Probably right on the lake too, right? Yeah. And you guys are kinda like buddy bros from back home too,
3: right? Yeah. From t- we're about four hours apart. Yeah, back home.
1: Yeah, it's like literally the length of England, almost. Basically, <laughs> it's like me, like being buddy bros with Martin, with my mate Martin who lives in London. <laughs> yeah, isn't <it?
2: laughs> You know what I mean? Isn't that weird? Is that, that's like driving from here to Seoul. And, <laughs> yeah, right. and Koreans like, always scoff at that,
0: like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be in the car all so long." <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's one of the interesting things about Newfoundland. It's a pretty big island, but there's only half a million people. Yeah. So yeah. like everything's
3: spaced out. Like the majority of the population's in the It's the, the same size city. of Korea actually. Yeah. With yeah. less people than yeah. Changwon. Yeah.
0: How crazy is that? Right? It's nuts, right? <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: Well
1: that's like Canada too, right? Like the whole of Canada yeah. is just so spaced out there's
2: what's the population?
0: Thirty three million, wow. something like that. Yeah. Jeez, that's like the
3: population of New York.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just massive. That's why it costs so much to fly around. Like I've only been as far as Ontario. Yeah. yeah. And it costs like five, six hundred bucks to get up there from my island. So, yeah. All
1: yeah, right. In England, you have people who like do this coast to coast thing, you know? They'll do like, oh, I'm going to cycle coast to coast for charity.
2: Walk do, across do you guys
1: do that in Canada?
2: <laughs> Actually, you know, I knew a guy who did do that. He, he cycled across Canada.
1: No way. That's nuts. It
2: took him like six months or some shit like wow. that. Yeah. Cycle? Well, yeah. That's no. a long trip. Obviously, you start off in the in the, the warm part, early spring, mm-hmm. and then cycle across. Uh, I
3: don't know. Is, is his, there was he, one guy when I was young. His name was Terry Fox. Yeah. I don't know if he... Did he run right across Canada? He didn't make it or? all he the way. He didn't make it all the no. way. He was an amputee, had one leg.
0: Yeah.
3: And, uh, you know, did a charity thing running across Canada. Did he... I have a dumb question.
2: Did he have an... Like a a a, a, a prosthetic, prosthetic leg. leg yeah. Yeah. Well, he,
3: he wasn't hopping. I was going to say, that, <laughs> that no.
0: One. I think he lost his leg to cancer, and that's yeah. why he began the run. Yeah, wow. it was
3: for cancer. I think yeah. he died of cancer. Yeah, he did somewhere make during yeah. the run. Oh, so that's that's actually why he didn't make it yeah oh, yeah
0: so yeah. they had like the yearly terry fox run like charity for yeah. uh, oh, okay cool for yeah. cancer yeah that
3: was back in the 80s i believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. so matt you've uh you've actually been in korea before when was the first time you came to korea uh
0: the first time i came to korea was in 2009,
3: 2009.
0: yeah yeah it was uh you were here for like three years that time right no 20 months 20 months? Yeah. I came and uh, did a year contract and then I decided to just extend it. And then uh, my brother was here at the time, right? That was like the catalyst to me coming over.
2: Uh, you left. So you left right before 2011? That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. That's the, yeah. Trying to put a, because I remember I, we, we met and we trained back then together, mm-hmm. but I'm still, it just seems like a couple years ago. It doesn't seem like five years ago or yeah, anything like that. Yeah. It's
0: a strange thing like that for sure.
2: Well, you're doing, I mean, if you're working here in Korea and you're doing almost everything the same every day, it kind of, he flies
0: without even knowing working it. Working for the weekend. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you mentioned your brother, was he the main reason you came over to Korea the first time?
0: Well, yeah, I, I had finished my degree in business and uh, I was working for a company uh, I got hired on as an internship through the university. Uh, it was actually a municipal accounting software company. So uh, it wasn't very exciting or anything like that. And I had signed a year internship with them, and they wanted to keep me on. And I, I was in a... Was this in Gander? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in my hometown. so it really? was Really? Like they a, had a
3: software company in Gander?
0: Yeah. This guy actually, <laughs> uh, he had four companies in one. He had a regular accounting, uh, and then he had the municipal accounting, which he was selling to a lot of the small uh, municipalities around and a consulting company and research and development so he had the corner market on all that
3: so it's probably the same guy that owned the four main hotels there (laughs) (laughs) it was weird when i was going to visit them last uh thanksgiving i went over there and i made some phone calls to hotels Mm -hmm. to book a room Mm -hmm. so i called the ramada or something first and some you know girl it's different in Newfoundland; like the girl just answered the phone I was like, yeah, I was looking for a smoking room, you know, and the price was this much. And I was like, all right, thank you. I'm going to try another place. So then I called, like, Holiday I don't know what it was, Holiday Inn. Yeah. Same girl answers the phone. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Does this place got a smoking room? <laughs> and then hung up, and then I called, was it Simbad? Yeah, Simbad. Simbads, call up, same girl, <laughs> the phone. Yeah. So do you reckon so she's got
1: four different phones right in front of her with a different label on? Possibly, yeah. but...
3: i surprised the lines
1: light up.
0: She's like, all right, Simbads, It is the
3: same guy that owns all the hotels, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the four, <laughs> you know, major ones, so... Mm-hmm. It was all the same price it was all Same information I was like I rang and I hope she answered
2: the phone right Every time she did Yeah It would suck to call the Holiday Inn And you say Hey this is a Ramada
3: Yeah It was funny By the fourth place She just picked up the phone And said Hi Scott <laughs> <coughs> Did you get a smoke <laughs> in room? I did Only only had it, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: which was a little further away from. Of course, their house, a place named Sinbad's yeah. would have a smoking room.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because they have that giant, like a uh, is it like the scimitar, or c- cintar? It's it's a scimitar, Cintar. yeah, the sword, sword thing, right? Yeah, 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 that's the big sign, right? Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: What was the one close to your house? The one Legends is. The yeah, Legends.
0: That's the Irving West
3: Hotel. It Irving used to be a West. Yeah, house. that's that was my first choice, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was interesting. Yeah. It was fun time so you've been you've been there
2: for 20 months and then you're, you're back here any plans now or just you're gonna go with the flow
0: uh yeah i'm gonna be doing uh, some teaching some teaching english you know classic mm-hmm. uh, foreigner comes to korea to do mm. yeah
1: so why did you decide to come back
0: well uh i was teaching in thailand uh well the first time i come here i went to thailand after that uh just to do a TESOL certification and uh just to stay the six months and I was planning on coming back right after that. Mm. And then, uh, ended up just parlaying that into, uh, a longer stay.
1: How about, uh, your time down in Thailand? What was that like?
0: Fun nuts. Yeah, it was fun. Like I had taken a couple of vacations there. Um, and, uh, where, whereabouts were you in Thailand? Uh, teaching. I first, I taught my first six months in Bangkok. And then, uh, after that I went and taught, uh, for another year in a small town called Ang Tong. Mm-hmm. It's probably about an hour north of Bangkok.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, it was just a good opportunity. They offered me a three bedroom house <laughs> for like 90 bucks a month. Even. Yeah, so I was like <laughs> I'll take it. And then I just yeah. ended up staying there. It was really quiet and it just you know it wasn't lucrative. Yeah, per so se, but what do you what do you mean by that? Compared to here? Well, compared to here, uh, the lifestyle, like uh, the living costs, are a lot less. But uh, you can't save as much money. I was saving maybe five, six hundred bucks a month. But just obviously, the lifestyle is a lot better. Uh, I've got the opportunity to travel a lot more. Do you make it over to Laos and Cambodia while you're there? Uh, I made it to Cambodia one time. Uh, we went to Angkor Wat, and uh, that was uh, during uh, New Year's. Oh, man. So we had like a little break there, so I went over there for that. And Lao just for a visa run, so we went to like Vientiane, yeah. that little uh, yeah, yeah. little town based did- just around. Now I lived in Thailand
2: it, so. for a little bit. Uh, I had to do a visa run every
0: month. Mm. How you, did you do one every three? Uh, no, uh, I actually had like a proper uh, working permit and visa, so I just had to do the one visa run, and then after that, you just had to keep reporting in to the uh, immigration to let them know that you're still working, right? Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: so why did he feel like leaving thailand
0: well it's just like uh i don't know it's like Mm. i remember one of my friends said like uh when you live where you vacation it kind of wears thin Mm, you know what i mean so if the novelty had worn off i'd traveled pretty much all around the country and i was like you know i hadn't been home in a few years at that point then so i was like maybe it's time to go home it was two and a half years then so Mm. right it was a good opportunity yeah, man. Like, I've
1: come across a bunch of people, like, being traveling in Thailand mm-hmm. and you, you bump into teachers and you're, oh, man, you say this, this must be an amazing life. You know, like, you're living down in Phuket on an island and the feedback is never that good. You know, it's always like, well, yeah, for, a, for a good while, it's nice, but then the novelty sort of wears off and you're not making enough money and you can't go on vacation and all that kind of thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a beautiful place and like you can travel to beautiful places around there. But again, like I said, like when you're living where you'd like to vacation, then yeah, novelty wears off pretty fast.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you first came to Korea, Korea, sorry, how did he find it when you first came over?
0: Well, being from a small town, it was a pretty big culture shock. You know what I mean? Like I knew my brother had been over here and he like kind of blazed the trail for me. So it wasn't too bad. Like he had a good, uh, a good base of friends and stuff like that set up and you knew the language and yeah. everything like that. But for me, it was, it was a complete culture shock. The only place I'd been before that was Cuba. And other than that, Quebec,
3: but I speak French. So Cuba like, is like a, for Canadians, it's just basically a, a resort yeah. and you're not allowed to go, you know,
2: like outside uh, of Jamaica the, for the mayor uh, for an American. Yeah. Mayor. And the
3: Dominican Republic. And yeah. Stuff,
0: yeah. Did you, yeah, and you get like a bus, whatever, to go on tours or something like that. Too. Yeah, like I actually, uh, when we went there, it was like a low season type of situation. So uh, me and a couple of buddies went, head and uh, rented scooters and went off the resort, and that was my first experience seeing like strict poverty. You know what I mean? So you know, it was that was in itself like a bit, a bit shocking and stuff. Like not seeing like indoor plumbing and but uh, some of the the nicest people I've ever met. You yeah. know what I mean? I Stop think with.
2: most of the, uh, I, this is generalization, but most of the poor countries I've ever been to, they're much nicer than mm-hmm. American.
0: Yeah. It's funny. I had that conversation with my father
2: beforehand. The Hannah. people? The people. Yeah. Much nicer. Because they have nothing. So they appreciate whatever you, whatever. I mean, if you come into their life, they appreciate that a lot more than.
3: Maybe the difference is they have nothing, but they're not saturated with what other people have. You know, compared yeah. to America?
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, you don't take People who for don't granted. have money
3: can see people that have money mm-hmm. in the States.
2: Yeah,
0: may- yeah, maybe,
3: yeah. You know, TV and all that shit. I yeah. Think, I think one thing, too, is, like, uh, when you have a lot
0: left, less to lose you know what i mean like you don't really take for granted the things that you do have you know what mm. i mean so like it takes a lot less to become happy and just enjoy your day it's just like all about like the friendship the hugs and kisses that you get the food that you eat let alone for us like you know what i mean if the internet goes down you'll see people whinging all day about it or whatever, you <laughs> know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. and they don't have that
3: Hashtag it, first world problems. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be time. an apocalypse within three days if the internet went down. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, Korea, yeah. in Korea, yeah. <laughs> just in the Egypt. world. There would be rioting. The rioting. There would be rioting here in Korea. So just to mention, your brother is actually Bruce Barber, who's been on the podcast a few times. Mm-hmm. A.k.a. Okay, the kid. kid. Yeah, the kid. Just, just like you said before,
1: he blazed the trail to come into Korea. But what the kid actually did was he, he blazed the trail right into Korea and then decided to give him a, give himself a new nickname, which <laughs> was the kid. So we all met him for the first time ever. And he's like, oh, hey, what's your name, man? He's like, yeah, it's Bruce. Yeah, but uh, most people back home call me the kid. So everyone was calling them the kid, and then of course the boys arrived, like Matt. Or actually, before that, it was Luke. Yeah, and they're like, hey, how's the guy? was it going?" I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." You must be friends with the kid. He's like, "Who's the kid?" <laughs> I was like, what you're talking about, and then when we said, "Oh, well, yeah, that's what they call them back home," it turns out that that just was not
0: the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's one of the beautiful things about, like, uh, if you do decide to pick up and go to another country, you
2: could be like, yeah, whoever you want yeah, to be, right? You
0: rediscover yourself, reinvent yourself, brilliant stuff, you know? new identity, and everything. <laughs> I think that's
3: why a big reason why a lot of people like it over here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, right here, there can be somebody who are back home. Maybe there were nobody. Yeah, yeah well, we're
0: especially in like a small town where I'm from, it's like everyone knows your business, everyone knows who you are, who your parents are. That's one funny thing about Newfoundland, too, is like the first question people will ask you Who's your mother? Who's your mother? Who's your father?
3: <laughs> uh,
1: <right? laughs> Doesn't it go something along the lines of, uh, Who's your, mother? Who's your mother and where are you from, or something like that? Yeah, what was right. it uh, that that was the thing? Somebody yeah. told me that in Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it's that's, that's the way it is. That's how they associate with people, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 I
1: know. Fair that. enough.
0: Yeah. So then yeah, you right. move to Changwon,
2: where everybody knows you, and everybody knows your <laughs> name. <Yeah. laughs> it's yeah. like cheers. Yeah. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> so I got to take a piss here. Quite all soon. right.
3: Yeah. So so uh, do you mentioned before what are you doing back in Korea? But before we get into that. We're gonna do some birthdays and shout outs. So we'll be right or no, we'll be right back. We're gonna do some birthdays and shoutouts and find out what the hell Matt is doing here back in Korea. It is time for your birthday wishes, shout outs, and announcements on the Chang Water Podcast. Alright, today we got our birthday. Today's birthday is Will from South Africa. And I have no idea how old he's turning. a ripe old
1: age of six hundred and thirty-five. Obviously, you know what I
3: yeah. mean. So <laughs> his birthday is today, November fourth. Who, who else do we have a birthday? We've
2: got uh, Jim Carrey himself, uh, Nick Campbell. Oh,
1: Nicky, Nick. Please
2: keep your shirt on just for your birthday. Come on, dude.
1: <laughs> now the sportiest guy in Changwon. I was going to say,
2: Mr. Fitness.
1: He is though. He's the sportiest guy in Changwon. Good at everything.
2: I was I was right? once waiting uh, at uh, uh, the the reservoir over between uh, Masan and Changwon, and uh, Will shoots by. Or it's Will Nick shoots by on his bike uh, up the up the dirt road to the lake. So he wanted to just see how fast he can ride his bike from his house up to the lake, jump in the lake, swim across the lake, get out of the lake, get on his bike and ride back. I'm like, how fast do you do it, Nick? He said, well, oh, 93 minutes.
1: What? what What lake? There's a, a
2: Bongham Reservoir.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant Yongji Lake. Like, no, no. <laughs> that's like, just not acceptable. <laughs> <in the
2: middle. laughs> he swam across the, uh, Bongham and then swam back and got on his bike and, and flew back.
1: Yeah. He's the sporty guy. Yeah, man's sure.
2: nuts when it comes to fitness.
3: <laughs> and who else birthday do we have this coming
1: week? This coming week, uh, we have on the 9th, we've got Matthew Hanna. Now, Matt Hanna is actually in Australia right now. Uh, he's married to a Korean lady, and uh, he's been in Australia sunning it up while his, his poor lady has to actually work. She's on some kind of wicked deal doing some work over there. But he's coming back soon. And he's the legend that is the guy that plays happy house music and dances around his bar stool. So we hope you're having a, <laughs> great, a great birthday on the 9th, because yeah. he is, and everybody who knows him will know that yes. that's his deal.
2: you got to mm-hmm. admit, we've got some really interesting characters
1: that live in and around
3: us, don't you? <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. We talked about it's him pretty when, awesome. uh, when Duffy was on the podcast.
1: Yeah, well, Duffy, yeah, uh, right? And I
3: heard a really funny story from him once, but... <laughs>
1: That's probably the time, isn't yeah, it? Time. He, we'll get him on the podcast when he gets back, about, right?
3: It was about the school not turning on the air conditioning.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Get and him on here and let and, let him talk him, about that. Yeah. Just let go,
3: him, to- him just going to school and his boxers. <laughs> This is spoiler alert!
1: <laughs> spoiler alert!
2: Jesus, <laughs> all right. So, Matt, you are back. You said you're going to be teaching English, but you're going to be teaching a different kind of English. You want to go into that a bit?
0: Yeah. So, uh, I got about. a bit of a background here in yoga. Uh, it all kind of uh, started when I left. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to be uh, actually starting yoga in the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to be offering it to foreigners as well as koreans as well sweet so, so it's going to be you're just going to be teaching
2: yoga in english
0: yeah that that's the gist of it but like uh you know it, it's open for anyone whether you can't speak english or whatever you know you can basically just get the, the movements and
1: just follow along with what's going yeah, on right you've regardless
0: basic level of english or even like a basic knowledge of yoga you'll be able to follow along for sure right yeah And are you going to be
1: teaching some kind of, like, uh, extra add-on stuff with a little bit of nutrition, that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. There will be some, like, uh, detox uh, information available as well as, like, anything for well-being and stuff, definitely. So,
2: So then, you know, all of us are qualified not to teach pretty much uh you know uh, i uh, <laughs> business and you know in teaching english but you actually did study yoga though
0: yeah I, I actually got into yoga when i when i was in thailand uh my first experience was it uh when i went to a silent meditation retreat so it was seven days on uh, kosamui and uh they just had like an hour and a half of yoga in the morning and, uh, I was like, this is pretty interesting. Like, uh, the girl I was dating at the time was, uh, pretty big into it. And, you know, like, classic archetype man was just like, yoga is just stretching. I can do this. No she was pretty deal. big
3: in the yoga or pretty big in the, uh.
0: Pretty big into both, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh.
3: Or he, was, he was big in her. You he were. <laughs>
0: Stop. <laughs> Carry on, man.
3: Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I don't mean to uh, for the situation right now, but. Oh, we never even talk- talked about that before. Yes, we forgot the the word of the podcast.
2: <clears throat> the word of the podcast is for hoodle, which means to confuse or mix up something. So we for this word of the day from the beginning of the podcast, but we're picking it back up now.
3: Yes. So anytime we use it, we're going to drink. But all of us. Sorry, mad about that, but... uh No, it's perfect timing. You were talking perfect about segue. being in Thailand and your girlfriend being into yoga?
0: Yeah, so she was big into yoga, and I was just like, you know, I had heard about it. I didn't really know anything about it, and I was just like, hmm, just seems like stretching to me and all that kind of stuff. And, like, she had kind of showed me a little bit, and I was receptive. I thought it was interesting and stuff, but uh she thought it was a good idea that we go to a silent meditation retreat just to, like, you know find yourself like it was during a break and uh we had a month off so we were like what are we gonna do and we'd find out about this place called dip up haven in uh kosamui so it's seven days silent meditation retreat like i said it was an hour and a half in the morning and i really enjoyed it thought it was great and then uh on our next uh break like uh, the way their semesters work is they that you go like uh four or five months and get a month off so our next break, we decided to go on a uh, month long intensive in Copangan, and
3: uh, you're talking about a break from work, not a break from your girlfriend.
0: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so it was a break from work. It was like a semester break. So uh, we went to the the month long intensive, and it was basically four hours a day of yoga and then some philosophy as well. So it was a total of 150 hours. Right. So it. That was it. You know what I mean? I was sold on it. I was just like the, the health benefits, like just the spiritual benefits I got from him. And uh, so I just began practicing after that, like on my own. I was offering uh, some classes to uh, my coworkers and neighbors and stuff like that. And everyone was really receptive to it. So that was the beginning of the yoga journey for me. And you carried on that yoga journey to another country as well, where you got formal, more formal training. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, so basically, I'd I'd gone back home after Thailand, and uh, again just for a visit. And uh, my brother was home at that time, so it was, uh, you know, just like you know, kind of like a go home and visit the family again, touch base. And uh, I was there, and I decided to teach at a recycling center. So I taught there or not taught there, but I, I, what were you there. Teaching, yeah, yeah. I was teaching to put the cans in this bin and the bottles in
3: that one. No, no, no But, uh, yeah, sorry. I,
0: I was, uh, I was working at a recycling center, so I, I saved up enough money and, uh, I was like, I can't work here eight hours a day sorting through, uh, recycling. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's a good livelihood. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're benefiting and stuff, but it was just like eight hours a day. It was just too much. So I was like, I decided to take the money I had and, uh looked into doing a teacher training certification and uh, I went over to Rishikesh India for 5 weeks and and nuts is yeah, it? Yeah, it was it's funny because like uh on the the proverbial bucket list of places I wanted to go India was never on the top choice but uh yeah. after going there and like uh you know it was like a, someone told me before I went it's like Thailand on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> And not necessarily like the debauchery or anything, just like the the uh, craziness, the grifting. Ah, uh, yeah. And like, uh, I went to New Delhi, <coughs> and Khan, uh, capital of the world. Yeah, and like you know, from the from the second I stepped down and and went, like I stayed up near the train station, so uh, it's like a big tourist spot, and like literally, like everyone was just trying to get a piece, and I was just like. You know, thailand's bad enough it's like massage you know you can come in a restaurant this and on, that but like here it was just like literally they had like proper grifts going on like to trick you right yeah yeah, yeah. But, but luckily i was only there for a couple of days so i didn't have to experience too much of that and then uh, i went to rishkesh which was one of the most beautiful places i've ever been yeah yeah really. what, as, as, as far as what like the people or the scenery or what everything. Um, like the scenery, like it's uh, considered like the foothills of the Himalayas or whatever. So like, you didn't really get to see like too much mountainous range. It was similar to like the view you get in Changwon. You know what I mean? Like we're like, we're surrounded by a couple small mountains and stuff, but, uh, the people were absolutely wonderful. And just like the, uh, the, uh, I guess everyone's there like for the same purpose. Like it's all like a spiritual kind of journey, like a lot of yoga and stuff like that. and, and, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, it was it was just an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done a yoga pole? No. No. But
3: Scott? I'd like to. Uh, I've done yoga, but not in that sense. It's a part of a workout routine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. every second day was a bit of a yoga. Mm-hmm. And I found, always found that the hardest thing to do. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm Holding sure. Holding poses yeah, and right. stuff.
1: We've probably done a bit in the gym, right? Do you like, some kind mm. of movements that would probably be. Associated with yoga, but not actually yeah. legit
3: yoga, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. I've I'm, done, I'm dying to get into it. I've done kung fu, and a lot of that was kind of similar, certain things, anyway.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, like or Tai one, Chi, one of the biggest things about yoga that a lot of people don't focus on that, like, uh, studios that I've practiced at since picking it up is uh, the breathing, the pranayama mm. of it, mm. and it's like a huge aspect of it, and like. Uh, different styles of yoga like some is flow and some of it's like a well like when i first learned it was tantric and uh it was basically like holding postures for three to five minutes you know what i mean and like that's when your legs and your arms start, start shaking, shaking. Yeah. yeah yeah you know what i, mean? I so,
3: thought that was uh having sex and being able to not See, that's, like, one of the biggest misconceptions. Uh, tantric misconception. or tantric? Tantric well, yeah, yeah. different.
0: Tantra, tantric, like, you know. But uh, it just means uh, uh, it's basically just a uh, liberation. You know what I mean? Like, uh, But uh, so that's, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people associated for- with, like, Sting came out and was like, yeah, I practice tantric sex and stuff. But it just basically comes down to, like, just breathing and holding postures for a longer period of time. So it's a really big misconception when it comes to tantra and stuff about
3: that. But yeah. So breathing is a big part. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't. I don't know much about India. I, my my dad's been there a few times. I don't know if it's the places he went, but he said it was one of the. No offense to India, but one of the dirtier places. Mm-hmm. In <coughs> terms of like raw sewage and stuff running yeah. through streets and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But uh, the only thing I know is from that English TV show, An Idiot Abroad. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not yeah, a good Carl. example. <laughs> yeah, but it, so it, my yeah. idea of yoga over there is like some guy in a turban wrapping his uh, penis around a stick
0: mm, yeah. <sighs> from
3: the TV show. What was that guy's name? Carl, Carl Pinkerton.
1: Yeah, he's from Manchester.
3: But obviously, uh, that's, that's not a good example.
2: Well, you know, the the one of the cliches about uh, India is you are on the Ganges River and you see you know, somebody cremating uh, a body and then mm-hmm. a cow shitting in the river at the same time. And then five feet away, some guy is bathing in the river at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. I literally saw that when I went there. I mm-hmm. went to Varanasi, which is one of the, the holy cities of, of India. And it is, it was quite dirty. And part of the reason it's dirty is because the cows just walk all over the city and they just shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's actually people that will come and scoop up cow shit. That's their job. They scoop up the cow shit and then they go and they, they dry it in the sun. And then they sell the cow shit over for, you know, for burning, for fire. So, and that's their job. So basically they're just covered in cow shit all day. See, I've been doing some thinking about that,
1: right? No, I haven't actually been thinking thinking gonna say, about that. I was going to say, you've been thinking
2: about changing your, changing your job? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> yeah, But but like the Ganges, you know, you've got all of these things right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. This is what's happened. You've got a cow shitting, you've got a human being cremated, and you've got guys washing themselves in the river. Mm. But that, in all fairness, if you compare it to what's being put in rivers in other places in the world, is probably much better
2: and much more natural, probably,
3: probably. Right. You know but what that, I mean. That stuff's probably be being put in that river too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's true. Yeah, but all the
2: yeah. all the garbage. Is, best of thing is, you have the rains like and factories
3: everything. and stuff like that. Yeah, right? Right? it's yeah. probably there
2: too. It's
0: Wait. not so much the factories. Actually, there's a lot of raw, so it's just being pumped, pumped. into. Yeah, oh oh God. God. which
2: is kind of funny because our boatman that took us across. There's a sandbar in the middle of of when the dry season is. They have set up like um, tea stands and stuff on the other side. Our boatman was actually taking swigs of water out of the river because mm-hmm. they think it's you know it's holy, so they think it's purified and everything, which is absolutely nuts.
3: Maybe crazy. there's certain areas like the, r- the river runs one way, so yeah. Well, that's the maybe thing. Cer- like- certain distance up, it's okay to bathe. Yeah, certain distance up, it's okay to drink.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but this certain is the thousand down. It's uh, okay to cremate bodies.
2: Yeah, the, 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 this is like a. Th- thousands of years old tradition probably tens of thousands of years old tradition that's that's going on there right now and probably they haven't accounted for the the industry that's now propped up and everything like that you know it rains there a big rain there will wash
3: all the garbage into the river which is sad but mm-hmm. you know that's that's the way it is so when you finished up in india and went back home to gander did you attempt teaching yoga at all
0: yeah well that's the universe worked out real well for me because like the day i left to go do my teacher training certification um wonderful woman by the name of krista power she has a uh, yoga studio in Gaynor called just breathe yoga studios and uh she wrote me up the day i left and she was like hey small town heard you're getting certified to teach yoga so when you get back let's have a chat and uh basically kept in touch with her while I was doing it, just like giving her updates. And then when I got back, went and had a meeting with her, and she was like, yeah, let's get you in here. And so I taught uh, during the summer, and I was teaching two classes a day, six days a week. So I got lots of experience doing it, and it was it was very fortunate, you know what I mean, especially in a small town that they even had a right. yoga studio, like, you know what I mean, a dedicated yoga studio. It's good motivation, man. Like when you're starting that
1: course, to yeah. think, well, if I, I go got, home, yeah. I'm all pretty much I you know, not guaranteed, up, but I've almost got a guaranteed mm-hmm. job going mm-hmm. on, right? Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. So but how, the so barber boys are always kind of the guys that are, can fall into shit and come out smelling like roses anyway. Mm, <laughs> always,
0: you know? So how long were you working at that place? Well, I started there in May, and then it worked right up until the day I left. So May to October, well, the end of October. So did
3: you find a... Uh, teaching english before did you find that helped at all in terms of trying to what do you call it? coach or teaching yoga what do you call it instructing
0: i guess instructing teaching would be fine but instructing i guess so
3: teaching english did it help you instruct in yoga
0: i i think it definitely built a good base because like when, when you're able to get in front of a class like you know whether like you know when i first started teaching yoga i felt like i had to prepare a bunch and But now I got used to it. It was similar to English, though. Like you know what I mean? Like when I first started teaching English, like I felt I had to be super prepared, have lots of notes, and just things ready for the class. And now I feel I can just walk into a class and just just just, spout it off. Yeah, exactly. You know, I got the experience for it. You have more confidence in terms of absolutely being in front of
3: strangers and shit like that. Yeah,
0: because like you know, at some point in the class, like you know, mean you could have like twenty to thirty students in there, and you know, one on one is a lot easier. But like when you have like 20 or 30 students, you got to be more aware of what everyone's doing. And yeah. yeah. So your certification in yoga, is it for a specific type of yoga? Yeah. It's a, it was based in like Hatha Vinyasa, but like, that's one thing about yoga as well is like, uh, there's lots of, uh, because it's such a big business now, there's so many like branches of it, but like, uh, there's Bikram, which is like hot yoga, Ashtanga, which is like a, uh, sequence of just like 30 specific poses so every class you'll go to is exactly the same right and hatha pretty much just covers every bit of yoga that there was so
3: what is hot yoga that seems to pop up everywhere
0: yeah hot yoga is bikram so it's this guy who like developed a certain number of sequences that you would do in a heated room at 108 degrees fahrenheit And he actually tried to copyright it. And it's only recently that it went through the courts and they were like, you can't copyright a a number of sequences in a temperature room. The temperature. Yeah.
1: Copyrighting the temperature. Yeah. (laughs) Because
3: it's something that's been around for over twenty. years. So hot yoga actually means doing yoga in a
0: a hot room. Yeah, hot room. In a
3: air-conditioned room.
0: Yeah, surprisingly. It's like very heated.
3: So you're just sweating.
0: Yeah, like my first experience doing it, I went in there and I was like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, it's probably going to be pretty warm in here, you know, whatever. So like uh, Krista gave me a towel and she was like, you're going to need this. And I was like, okay, sure. So like the first 25 minutes went through and it was just very, very relaxed. And I was like, no, I'm not going to need this towel. And then like once it got into like holding postures and like going through the flow of it, it was like uh, super intense. And I weighed myself before I went in there just to see. And when I came out of there, I lost three pounds of water weight. just sweat over a kilo yeah yeah Yeah. like literally like when i walked out there it's like i walked into water wearing all my clothes and Mm -hmm. walked out it was just dripping it was intense yeah
3: i was gonna say you besides lifestyle change you actually changed your diet too didn't you yeah
0: absolutely uh (laughs) uh, just over a year now um i decided to go vegetarian and i'm Not full-on vegan. Like, you know what I mean? I still eat breads with, like, eggs in it and stuff like that. but uh, And cheese sometimes. But I try and avoid Milk. Do you drink milk? No. I try and avoid that as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... But, like, yeah. No meat.
3: You just started that. Fish? Pretty much. No fish? No. Well,
0: I ate a little bit of fish when I was home because my grandmother would have me over for uh, dinner on Tuesdays and... No you know choice. What I mean? She well, you know, like hard choice, let's put it that way. She like, you know what I mean? When I first came home my dad was like, Hey, do uh, you want to go get some uh some burgers? And I was like, I don't eat meat and he like his his response was like, What what do you mean? You don't eat meat? Like how do you like how do you get your nutrition? And I was like, Well, it's not that much in meat anyway, but yeah, it was just especially like especially in you, the burgers. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you get met with like uh, this thing because it's like you know it's been part of our culture for a really long time to eat meat, and it's just like you know I just choose not to, you know, like yeah, try to we,
3: avoid it. You were like that when, when we arrived, when I got there anyway. It was mm-hmm. probably you've been there a few nights. We went to Legends and we we're all, all ordering hamburgers and stuff. Yeah, I got the the Legend hamburger or mm-hmm. whatever, and you're like, yeah, I don't eat meat, and i was just like, oh okay mm-hmm. but i noticed you staring at my hamburger the whole time i was eating it well that's the thing you know what i mean i lived the majority of my you, life you just eating started me. yeah you just started at that time yeah it
0: was like a couple of months into it and like like you know i love fried chicken like you know what i mean so i kind of switched to like tempura covered vegetables just to like kind of get that taste but like there's something about it you know what i mean like i had a taste for it for like the majority of my life and Like, you know, I don't necessarily miss it. Like, when you have a cooked dinner and, like, you just have a little tiny piece of meat, like, that doesn't make the dinner, but, you know, like, a piece of steak or fried chicken, chicken wings, things like that. Uh, It's, like, the only thing you'll, like, really miss.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the last thing you'd want to do these days is to to walk into a restaurant and have the guy, the waiter, for hoodle with the menus, right? (laughs) Oh! Oh, There we go.
2: There it is. The first properly used word of the day tonight.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing too about like moving back to Korea. It's a very meat-heavy place. Mm-hmm. Like, not to mention drinking. You know what I mean? But like,
3: very meat. heavy Yeah, diet-wise, and it, you also you got to learn how to say like, either I'm vegetarian or I don't like meat or mm-hmm. no meat, please. Yeah. But you can't always be positive that you're going to get that. I don't eat seafood, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll ask a lot of the times. You know. You know, haymul, bagel. But a lot of things are actually pre made in Korea, mm-hmm. like stir fried rices and that. They're done all in the morning. So it's hard to get things. You're always going to get spam or something, you know, yeah. in your rice or something like that. So it's going to be tough, but.
1: Yeah, but it's always possible, you know? Like I've had vegetarian friends here before Mm -hmm. from England and you just have to learn the phrase like I'm a vegetarian or I don't want meat. You know what I mean? And then it's all good, man. It's all good. You know what I mean? There's plenty of options. The thing with Korea is it's full of vegetables. Like the foods are full of vegetables and there's plenty of fruits. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a lot of meat, but there's always the potential to just say, listen, I don't want the meat. I want all the veg. I want the good soup. And that's that.
3: You know there's, a, I mean? there's a few vegetarian restaurants now, I think, in Chang'an too. Really? Yes. Do you know where they are? Uh, I There used to be one in Palyondong, I think. It's okay. kind of a buffet-style vegetarian place. And that's a good point but but as well. There, there will be people out there that do know. Right. And there's plenty
1: these days of buffet restaurants that, well, you know, they serve the meat, but they serve... Loads of different kinds of vegetables and salads and everything, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's always options, man.
3: My co worker's a vegetarian, so I can ask her, she'll know.
1: Okay, oh, sweet,
3: yeah. but
0: well, that's one thing I'm gonna miss about Korea, though,
3: is the uh, the samgap salad, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, okay. right? Mm-hmm. It's all good, yeah. yeah the thing is, I've eaten enough of it, like, you know what I mean? Like,
3: every third place here is a meat oh, restaurant, so it it's a perfect place for a vegetarian, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and you know, the it. It's it's almost like when you are when you're drinking with Koreans and they want to give you a shot of soju and you're mm-hmm. like no I'm sorry I don't do soju and they're like really offended, so you kind of maybe have to get over that yeah. with them when you're like let's go to some upscale and they're like well, I don't eat meat And they're gonna be like what uh, what what are you an alien or something you're It afraid? was similar when but, I but fr- I mean you you, can, you you can you can excuse that a little bit better because you can be like well I'm a yoga teacher mm-hmm. not just I'm an English teacher I'm a
3: yoga yeah. teacher So when I first came to Korea. All men smoked. Mm-hmm. Actually, almost any. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a few that didn't. I didn't smoke when I came to Korea. I did when I was younger, but I quit, came here. And everywhere I went, you know, my boss, any Korean man would be like, offer me a cigarette. Yeah. It was kind of rude when I said, no, I, no thanks, I don't smoke. And after a year of that, I gave in, started smoking. And sharing's at- caring,
0: right? Like, you know, all right.
3: But uh, anyway, so we mentioned that you got here last Friday, mm-hmm. and on Saturday we had Halloween here in Changwon. Oh, yeah, man. That was which was uh, quite a crazy night. Wild.
1: It was, man.
3: It was nice to see all of the bars just
2: really busy. Yeah. You know, everybody out. That's how it should be.
1: yeah. It was there was a lot of people who came out that night because they knew it was a special night and they wouldn't normally go out on a regular weekend and it was just like pretty much most of the foreign community mm. were out and about you know in some form right so
2: obese had a
3: had a party right they had yeah. a, a costume party yeah was well, who, quite, who was the winner busy. Well before we get into uh, what happened on Halloween let's get into what's coming up this coming week in Changwon Bang! <laughs> It's your local events list for Chawon City. Get your ass out the chair and we'll see you there. All right over at O'Brien's they've got their taco Tuesdays, which is every Tuesday, which was yesterday. But next Tuesday, head on over to O'Brien's for some tacos. They have nachos and a few other new things I believe. They also have their deli meats, which you can order on a Wednesday. And pick them up anytime after Thursday or on the weekend. And this coming, or uh, starting on Thursday, November 5th, is the grand opening of Next Bar. That'll be uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And they have craft beers and homemade pizza. That's a reopening, of course, right? A reopening, yeah. <laughs> a grand, yeah, reopening. The grand, grand reopening. reopening. Just, uh, I think it's a new menu, new style, all kinds of stuff like that. I, I went to the craft beer testing thing, and it was actually pretty good. Mm. A lot of different beers. Heard those pizzas are pretty good, too. Pizza was good. Yeah, I took one of those home.
1: Yeah, there was some strong beers, too.
3: Some very mm. strong beers.
2: Something like, 12% or 15 yeah. something
3: like that? I had one that tasted like whiskey to me, but it's because I don't drink, mis- I, you know, I only drink beer tasted like whiskey, or I think it was a bourbon. <laughs> I was just like, Whoa, Bourbon this ale. Is beer? <laughs> a bourbon beer. So starting Thursday night will be the uh, new opening of Next Bar. So head on over there. What's going on at BK House it's this this week, man?
1: It's going to be a little bit of a quiet one because next week's going to be huge. Just a
2: little UFC this week. Oh uh,
1: well, wait a minute. We'll get back to that. But next week we've got the BK anniversary, so that's going to be huge. Uh, she's going to be offering all sorts of great discounts. But we'll get we'll get onto that next week. Uh, this week she's got a thousand off Red Rock, Jamesons, and uh, Jack Daniels all week, and on the weekend she's doing shot specials. And all week and weekend long, she's going to have the beef burritos for seven thousand,
2: which are delicious. Mm. And the UFC on Sunday. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to Sunday night UFCs, oh, especially know, during the winter man. time. So much, so much better. I know without big is, and open what fire. What is this UFC? Is that a uh, this UFC is the no no no? It's a fight, fight night, night. Fight night this week. It is a. um uh, uh, Dammit It is Come on D yeah. I'm trying I'm to going to brave Dan Henderson mm. Versus Versus uh, Vitor Belfort Which is Their number third Time meeting So yeah. it's the rubber matches Maddie says Yeah uh, So it would be uh, That I don't oh, know anybody point. else On the card I haven't even looked yet but right. I'm, I'm more excited Just for the Ronda Rousey fight Which is coming up next week Right On the Sunday
1: And that's a Sunday So BK is as she usual heard. Is going to be doing
2: the US. Holly Holmes season. She's Apparently Holly Holmes Is like a 19 time Kickboxing Boxing no. champion Whatever they held that yeah,
0: She's it. a boxing champion but like.
2: Self-proclaimed 19 time champion Whatever
1: yeah. uh, I've got my money on Rousey To be honest with you <clears throat> yeah. yeah
2: First round Iron yeah. <laughs> submission <laughs> What a surprise <laughs> <laughs> You know <laughs> what I mean The there. odds must
1: be crap right? Well I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Holly
2: Holmes can uh, can keep her away, and she's got a bit of a distance on her with a reach, and yeah. uh, if she can stuff takedown, then she's got a she's got a good shot and in going in, maybe into the second round.
3: <laughs> but after a long that, long shot. <laughs> is she related to the
2: what was that boxer's name? Was it Larry Holmes?
3: No, this it is Holly Home. Holm. Oh,
2: I yeah. said Holmes. No, I might have said Holly Holmes, but Holly Home is sure. her name.
3: <laughs> anyway, so it's a Friday night fight night. UFC Sunday, Sunday,
2: night. Sunday. Sunday.
1: Sunday night.
3: No, I mean the show. Sunday, Sunday. Oh, BK. you mean the actual, it's like, the actual show? It's actually is...
1: Saturday, then, isn't it? Yeah, it will be Saturday night fight night in the US uh, broadcast. We're going to broadcast. It'll it be on, on Friday Sunday. night in
3: the US. You're showing it here on Sunday. No, it's broadcast
2: on Saturday. Showing on Sunday. Okay.
1: Anyway, regardless, it's going to be down at BK House
2: on the on Sunday. Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about IPs, anything going on? (laughs) Nothing
2: really going on, IPs, from what Jungin has told me. Just a a new little hot bartender there named Emma that you guys want to go over and check out, so go say hi to Emma. (laughs) Buy some Biltong.
3: She's actually pretty tall.
2: Yeah, Biltong's back at bit, IPs now, so go get your Biltong on. Nice. Which leads you into the Busan Foreigner Market, which is going to be not this weekend, but next weekend uh, from 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock on the Saturday afternoon at three different bars in Busan. It's going to be at uh, Sharky's, at HQ, and Beach Bar. So, there's going to be a lot of events, uh, sorry, a lot of prizes, prizes, there are a lot of... (laughs) (laughs) Products. This beer is going right to my fucking head tonight. It's Mm. definitely a furhoodle situation. (laughs) Mm,
1: mm, You're going to furhoodle yourself.
2: Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, next weekend uh, is is the Foreigner Market. It's like the 14th or something. Right? It is the 14th, yes. It is the 14th. So it's a Saturday this month. Saturday this month, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I hear it's always awesome, you know? It's and so
2: it, much fun, man. Yeah. It is so much fun.
1: Aren't you going to be down there selling Biltong? I will that be down right? there
2: selling Biltong, yes. Nice, buddy. And uh, oh, unfortunately, Ian is going to be in the Philippines, my partner-to-be. Ah, right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He do, I do the Biltong. He does the cheesecakes. So cheesecakes. Yeah, so, a yeah to the wait. cheesecakes. Yeah, we have yeah. to wait until next uh, month to do uh, the, the event again together. But That's yeah, cool. I'll be down there with Biltong. There's, uh, there's so much stuff going on there. There's like fudge you can buy. I saw some guy was selling Echo Aquariums. This guy is really famous for his pickles. Mm. They've got doggy toys. They've got uh, curry. They've got burritos. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Candles. Mixed bags.
1: Do they, I've got a question about that because I've been thinking about that. Do they sell They're not allowed to sell, like, alcohol or craft beers or, like, homemade stuff or anything
2: No, no, because, well, and it's another thing. It's in the bars. It's in the bars, yeah. Yeah,
1: So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's all strictly, like, you know, like, food and, like, clothing and that kind of thing. Yeah, right, right. right. Okay, cool. All
3: right, so Monster Bar have a thing going on from Monday to Thursdays for 20000 won. You can get all the draft beer you can drink from 10 p.m. to midnight, including some food, which is... uh, 3 what are they called 3 screw 3, three, skewers. <laughs> three skewers 3, three
2: screws and uh <laughs> 3 skewers, skewers of sausage and uh is it sausage or chicken uh, I have
3: no idea little actually, sausages she has anyway you can get all the beer you can drink and some food for 20,000 won. Yeah,
2: free refills on on your on your beer.
3: Yeah, so it's between 10 p.m. and midnight and that's Monday to Thursday. Yeah. The Taj Mahal just opened, a new Indian restaurant which is on the second floor of the same building as O'Brien's. We got to get Wong on here sometime too on the podcast cuz he Wong. would be a really
2: cool, he'd Wong be cool Chang to talk. Wong. Yeah, he's he's been around Changwon for about ever. And he's such a cool guy, and he's got some interesting insights from Pakistan. So it would be nice to sab- have somebody different on like that.
3: Yeah, well, I'm sure we can do that sometime. And we have the Masan Animal Shelter on Sundays, and he volunteers to take dogs for a walk and help clean cages and whatever you can do, you know? So it's from 11 a.m. to around 6 p.m., you can just head on down to the Masan Animal Shelter or just get on com and you can find out more information about that and Maddie you mentioned about teaching yoga so how can people find out more about that
0: yeah so we're working on uh, developing the schedule here now in the next week so we're hoping to have the Facebook page up within the next week week and a half so uh, we'll be sending a lot of shout outs with regards to that so you can you can like the page and uh, that's where you'll be able to find most of the information with regards to that so
2: basically just pay attention to anything yoga on the Changwon sites yeah
0: definitely like the uh, the expat sites in the Changwon Any, anywhere we can get it out there we're going to be getting it out there I'll just,
3: definitely have info on the Changwon or about it yeah once it's sure. available and let's not forget the Scotchie the uh you know, not sure what's going on this coming week, but uh it's a good place to go after all the other bars. Oh well
2: they just had like a killer Halloween party. Killer. Yeah. 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 Which all of a, all the bars here had all a killer bars, Halloween yeah. party. Yeah. Scott, you were some crazy fucking clown on yeah. on Halloween. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people probably don't
3: know it was me, but they do know.
2: <laughs> I did not even realize till I saw pictures on Facebook about your costume. I thought it was just a bodysuit, but you had a face Mask too. It was a second skin. Right? Well, what would you call it? Second skin, man. Anatomy <laughs> yeah. man. What would you? What would you call that costume?
0: Well, like I I was billing it as the anatomy man, just so people weren't really sure what to call it. But it was a, a second skin suit, is what it's like legitimately called, and it's like. Uh, it's not necessarily custom-made, but it's custom-fitted to your size and weight. Mm-hmm. And this thing was like a glove. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like a glove, yeah. You
2: looked yeah. like Slim Goodbody <laughs> from back in the 80s, man.
3: I you have seriously. to say, your your Halloween costume reminded me of something. And You guys might not know this, but uh, what, what was do you that? know Tool, the band Tool? Oh, I thought you were going to say, what
2: was that terrible movie with Kevin Bacon where he turned invisible?
3: Mm. Uh... That was Hollow Man. Yeah. Hollow Man kind of looked, yeah. more well, like the, Halloween. Maybe, man. but you looked like a lot of the characters <laughs> in Tool videos. Yeah, yeah, it was very. It, it wasn't necessarily anatomically
0: correct, but it was yeah. basically just like a skinless man, just all like muscles, tendons. Yeah, well, I, 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 I would say
3: your eyes were awful. Yeah, the times. eyes
0: and nose and the mouth were. Like,
3: yeah, they were a little bit yeah, like, like that yeah.
1: added to the creepiness. Like, yeah. like this guy he went and had a shower and he slipped into his second skin and came out of the shower. And we just were howling with laughter, you know? Mm -hmm. But then he came over, like, right close, and he's trying to talk. And I just said, (laughs) stop. Seriously, stop talking. It was creeping me out. It was weird. It was awesome. You know what I mean? It was super scary, Mm -hmm. right?
2: But my my favorite costumes of the night have to go with two Pauls, and a Paul that was related to Michael Duffy. <laughs> Two Paul's, Pauls. I can't. I can't <laughs> decide. My, my my good buddy Paul. He he was a. Uh, he was actually the winner at the IP contest, and he was a Samsung phone. Yeah, good costume. He did some that was wicked cool. effort yeah, with that. Yeah. I saw that anybody man. who makes their own costume. Yeah, yeah. wicked. And then of sitting right in front of me, the man became <laughs> Michael Duffy. Howdy, mate. Gold he was dust. spot on, <laughs> seriously spot on. Twenty four karat gold. Yeah, and then, when I when, we I, when I, I first came by here, I thought it was Duffy being. Yeah, I right. thought I saw I, every time I looked at you, Paul, that night. I had to do a double take because I thought it was really Duffy. You know what, man? You look what right, fucking
1: on I, I love him. He's great, and it, it was just a laugh to do it. You know, like it was. It was making really fun.
2: Well, imitation is the best form of exactly. flattery, right? Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, exactly. great homage. But then, absolutely to his costume, actual Duffy, Mike Michael Duffy himself his costume of being a Jaeger bomber, bomber was yeah. fucking brilliant. He did a lot of work on that costume too. Yeah, that was that months was,
0: worth of effort. Right. Apparently like he had just gotten uh, the last few details of his costume sent in the mail and he had to do a bunch of running around to pick it up at the uh, post uh-huh. right, and just got it like last minute. They're were like we're closing right now if you come we, well, yeah, man! Like, it, I mean, like he
1: ordered that headdress right mm-hmm. out of the Middle East, yeah. and that came on the day of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And he had to actually go to the post office to pick it up right oh, before shit. Halloween. He
3: actually won the early costume contest at Baskachi. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I was over there with him. You know, we all went up on stage, and each of us went up one at a time, and based on people's cheering,
2: mm.
3: he day. he won. So
2: then he was the winner of the, the 1 o'clock. Uh, my buddy Paul was the winner of the IP one. Uh, BK didn't have a contest. They had a something different event. They had different
3: events. But who was? Dead who was popping, which I won. Yeah, Scott won a nice little
1: prize. They had like a load of balloons uh, behind the bar. You bought a coupon, you pop a balloon, you can get anything from 50 bucks bar romantic tab down, dinner down to a romantic two. dinner for $1. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is that ramy noodles in a bottle of soju <laughs> <Yeah, it's you? laughs>
1: yeah. No, but that was cool because the bars had different, you know, a lot, there was a lot of costume yeah. parties mm-hmm. going on. So it was a good balance. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. nice. I won a, a
3: 30,000 won bar tub. Yeah, it worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it
1: worked.
2: It was so cool, man. Yeah, it, right? I, it was just nice to see everybody out. Out. Yeah. And having fun mm-hmm.
1: and dressed up. Right. I love that. Yeah. You
3: know. So at Piscacci, the 3 a.m. winner was uh, Ron Austin.
2: Oh, was he it? was the one that was dressed up like the devil. Oh, I didn't mean that. Like oh, so. so, yeah, he was dressed up as the devil. He's the guy He's that puts sure. on the, the, the
0: computer guy, the, com- the computer games, yeah, the, the gaming right. guy. The Gaming here. guy. He always yeah. well, yeah. come by early with uh, Dugan, McKinstry. Yeah. Okay. Was that the same guy? I'm not sure. The devil costume.
2: Yeah, he yeah. had a really like he had gloves that had like claws yeah, on. Him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I nice. saw his costume. Yeah, yeah. His was well done. He won actually. I think he won third at. Or second or third at IPs that mm-hmm. night
1: too,
0: right? How Not bad.
3: Cleaned up, yeah. Cool one. Yeah. Over at O'Brien's, they had a the best dressed was share between Ed, Bianca, and Shay. Shay was a an aquarium. Yeah,
0: I was standing right next to her because I had like, popped in like just at the last second. I was like, perfect, I'm going to win this, like, hands down. <laughs> and
3: uh, You got beat by the aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been postponed a bit, though, because it was kind of busy in there. Yeah, it was actually. So it's hard packed. to pick a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sexiest costumes are split between Rachel and Lena. Mm-hmm. I saw Lena. Lena was like a heart-shaped pillow he had thing. like pink hearts on or something like that, right? Maybe that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably why I won. An unusual with Sam and Gigi <laughs> oh. couples
1: costume. <laughs> no, he's the the nuns. Mm.
3: Like what? Sam,
1: Sam Sam's a wicked dude. Wicked. Enge- he's an engineer, and he's he's uh, he's got his girlfriend Gigi, and he came in. You know, like Sam's. A, he's a big guy. And he came in dressed like a nun. And Gigi came in dressed like a um, a priest. You know, so it was like, a, it, was, it was hilarious. I love now, that. Now get this, like Sam, obviously he's, he's an engineer. and he, he, You know, the boys have to, they go to work, they earn a lot of money just for being at work. And specifically, this guy took the day off on the Friday, probably lost a fortune, just to go and get his <laughs> Halloween costume sorted out with Gigi. And somewhere... Somewhere in was South selling a Korea,
2: plus size. They nun, sell the
1: plus size nun. nun's outfit and a minus size vic. Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, uh, what's it called uh, there? Uh, priest outfit. Selfie. I have no idea where these guys got it from, but it was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic.
3: And I was wrong. Sorry about Ron. Ron Aston actually came third at IPs. Yeah, mm. Biscotti Three M was a. Uh, I'm going to pronounce the name wrong. Sean Mare. Brewer,
2: I don't know. Jean Marie Brew was uh, what? Do you know what kind of cost to me?
3: I have no idea. Actually, mm. yeah. I was uh, I'm a bit old, so I was kind of long gone. Come three a.m. Yeah, I don't think uh, I had age
0: much to do with it. It's just the alcohol content <laughs> in Probably, off yeah. The hook. <laughs>
3: so uh, it was Michael Duffy and uh, yeah, Jean Marie.
0: Yeah. Right. Good times, though, right, boys?
3: Mm, you know Very I mean? good. It, yeah, was it was fun. Every nice bar was fun.
0: welcome for a nice masquerade party. Like, you know, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, you must have loved coming back for Halloween. It's like going home for Christmas. Yeah. You know, you're coming at a good time in mm-hmm. town. Everybody's out. Everybody's having a good time, yeah. right?
0: Halloween's definitely my favorite time of the year. One of my favorites, I should say, the top. But uh, right. definitely love it. Just like everyone gets out there and dresses up and uh, just lets their inhibitions it's go. Nice. It's nice to
3: see time. it. Becoming bigger and bigger every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, so, yeah, yeah. yeah actually, more, more places yeah. to go.
1: Yeah, man. And 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 actually, I forgot to mention this, but before all the bars opened and before all the adult, you know, the parties mm-hmm. and all that, what I forgot to mention was was most of the bars, in fact, all of the bars, and a lot of people who live in Regis and some of the apartments around, they opened up early and the kids came around and they did trick-or-treating.
3: You yeah, know? they had trick-or-treating really at, yeah. at the apartments first and made their yeah. way over here. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. right. They did like... Stopped uh, at each At bar. the bars, yeah. Yeah, a little uh, bit
0: unorthodox, but... You, you know,
2: know what, like... The thought yeah. of it,
1: like
0: just allowing ended, the children, because they're not used
3: to going... They, they to ended up at a... Right didn't they end up at Taj Mahal for a buffet? Yeah, they had a they, they, free they buffet, try. right? Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and thanks to to uh, uh, Wong who up and up and it was a free buffet for that day for them.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, good call.
2: I'm just going through pictures right here. I'm I'm, I'm yeah, spinning right. through pictures. I see
3: Popeye, I see the Iron Sheik. Were there any costumes any of you guys saw that stuck out besides ourselves?
2: Oh, I saw <sighs> some good some guy who did a really good scarecrow.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. There was a girl at uh at a biscotti who it was kind of simple, but so complex. It was like. L- that was silver, Tara. Silver,
1: that was Tara Dugan's, uh, silver Dugan's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see. The, the sequence, Tara. right? Yeah. yeah so like Tara, Tara spent dots. hours sticking the sequence onto her face. And to it looked the point amazing. Where,
3: it looked yeah. really good in a photo. She couldn't Mm-mm.
1: smile. She couldn't move her face yeah, because if one. she did, they would fall off, right? It would almost add to the mystique of the costume. Yeah, right. I, I, thought, thought, I thought she was thought just was having really a bad cool. night. And then I was like, wait a minute. She just can't smile.
3: Yeah. There was also the two that had, like, a reptile. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: family. yeah, yeah. It, re- it reminded me of V. That a v, that yeah. Uh, not the new one, but... Ah, yeah, that was,
1: that that was Danielle. That yeah. was Danielle and her boyfriend, mm-hmm. a Korean boyfriend, yeah. Saw Han
3: Solo and, mm-hmm. a yeah. Han Solo and Princess Leia. That, that was that, really and? good. Yeah. That
1: was Chris Kelly and his girlfriend, yeah. Those yeah. guys that were awesome. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. There's I, a few I,
0: classic vampires out there.
3: I ran into him in the bathroom and we're, you know, just both taking a piss. And I was in a clown suit, so I had to literally, like, pull it down mm-hmm. to my ankles.
0: Yeah. Same so with me. With I, was, the same uh, I
3: was like a two-year-old, you know, that pulled their pants down <laughs> all the way to their ankles <laughs> at a year old. Yeah. But I had the clown mask on. And I looked over, <laughs> saw him, and he was like, do you know who I am? And I was like, I couldn't see his full costume of the, and I didn't really want to look because he's, Take you it. know, taking a piss. And the second he's finished, he kind of turned around. I saw the stripes on his pants, and I was like, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, and he put his hand up to hi-fi, and I was like, yeah. And it was like we both just took a piss and <laughs> were hi right at the ear. The air five, yeah. <laughs> But it was awesome. And, uh, yeah, his girlfriend looked awesome, too, as Princess Leia. Yeah, I thought they was, did a pretty good job. The guns were really good. Yeah, yeah and I
2: saw them at uh, Alpha
3: Probably two hours
2: before, and they were still rushing around trying to find a Princess Leia costume. Mm-hmm. So they did well. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: they did Definitely. very well. There's a couple of scarecrows that look good. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's a few like different ones too. So I seen like a girl dressed up as the Black Swan. That was pretty interesting. Like yeah. know, yes. Mike Stu, Valley as the vampire Stu
3: was a sexy nurse. Well, sexy might be in quotation
0: quotations like. <laughs> on the sexy nurse. <laughs> Just nurse. I'll do my yeah. typical
3: sexy nurse. Mm-hmm. That's
1: got Scott doing quotations again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway
3: yeah it was uh,
1: yeah Halloween was awesome and it's always awesome in Chang'an we love it
3: always awesome right it was a for hoodle of a night
1: oh dear so Maddie listen you got in on Halloween what's the plans like how long are you going to be staying what are you thinking
0: Uh, well I'm definitely going to stick around for the classic 12 month visa tour And, uh, you know, hopefully a little bit longer, you know what I mean? I'm hoping to grow the yoga community here a little bit more. I know there's been uh, a little bit of a yoga community here and there, but like right now it's the first foreign run yoga studio that's going to be going on. So I'm hoping to, uh, to get a lot of people to join and, you know, like, I'm not going to put any limitations on it. Let's put it that way. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good luck. Everything's open. Yeah. Always. Yeah. We'll
2: help you out as much as we can, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're there. Vice versa.
3: And uh, what's the thing that drives you to come back to Changwon? Like, what is it that you like about Changwon? Friends first, food second. Friends, okay. Yeah. All right. That's the first time we heard that one. What's your favorite Korean food? can wow. have meat now what so. was your
2: first favorite food? <laughs> yeah, that's why because
1: he's a veg now she's so yeah, he's like yeah well best friends oh there. friends now <laughs> shit I'm only here for the fucking <laughs> friends fucking <Okay>, no <laughs> meat fucking well, okay, no more food
0: yeah I just, just switched them up there a little yeah. bit uh, yeah like you know I, I love the classic boob Bob. like anything but and I guess like I'm learning now like the how to say the uh Korean uh, <coughs> bokumbap. Yeah. A lot of Bokenbap has spam <coughs> in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: means I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. I'm a
3: vegetarian, yeah. so <coughs> don't put any meat in my yeah. rice. Yeah. Bokumbap usually has spam at a lot of places. Spam yeah. I, I or keep an
0: eye out for Like, I had to watch out for that when I got the gimbap there the other day. I seen like a big long line of spam.
3: You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heads up. Doesn't gimbap have crab meat. meat all the time? Yeah, sometimes.
0: And, like, sometimes. Ham bagel. Yeah, bagel, Goggy bagel, Goggy bagel. Kogi bagel. Yeah. yeah, right.
3: So, friends, people, and food.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's a wonderful community here in Changwon. Like, uh, that's the same reason why I keep coming back here. You know, and you know, I've been to a few places in and around uh, Korea, and like Changwon is one of the best for sure.
3: Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. So, we'd like to thank everybody for listening, tuning in, and uh, we hope you tune in next week for the next episode. Please share, comment, like. You know, whatever wherever you find this podcast, whatever it asks you to do, please do. Mm-hmm. If you have any uh, comments or anything, leave that too. And I'd like to thank Matt for being on this week. Appreciate it. What was the cheers? Yeah, uh, the cheers, Yamas,
0: Yamas,
1: Yamas, Yama. 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 Yama.
3: Yama, Thanks again. Remember, once a Changwanner, always a Changwanner. Even if you're back home, wherever your home is. You're always welcome here, and uh, yeah, we're out for this week. Thanks, Paul and D. It's, it's been great having all three of us back on the show <laughs> yeah, again. It's been
1: months. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, yeah it's, months it's been a while, including,
3: including your guests. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
3: Cheers, tune in man. next week, and we're out for this week. Good night, fuckers. Good night. Thanks for tuning in to the Changuana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.